Football, baby! live again late on a tuesday thank you so much for joining us it's me it's you it's us it's losing sucks and it's episode 86 which is the more important storyline topic here a lot of movement in the nfl travis big day a lot of movement you, you know uh the internets have gone insane everybody's talking about the players that should have been traded, the players that are traded. But before we get into all that, we got to talk about the boring stuff. Talk about the, the necessary stuff. Talk about where you can follow us on Twitter at Losing Sucks. Make sure you check out our website at LosingSucksFantasy.com. I'm your host, Dustin Bland. That's Travis Masterson, my co-host. And like I said, we're Losing Sucks. If this is your first time listening, thank you. If, if it's your first time watching, keep doing that. We like it. Like it when welcome, you can see our welcome, faces. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, you're welcome. That is right. We are a couple of handsome individuals, and it is a treat. It is a gift for you, specially packaged and wrapped just the way you know you like it. But week eight, man, can you believe it? We're eight weeks into the season, and like we're already like we're heading into week nine. We are officially past the halfway point because there's no more official halfway point. But yep. if I could if I could ask you, what do you think is the biggest surprise? this far halfway through the season that you just absolutely could not see coming this season? Um, man, the biggest surprise would be There's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of them for sure. I think that I expected so much more from the Rams, the Raiders and the Packers. Yeah. I got some between those Oof. three teams. The letdowns that have been Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Mm. A.J. Dillon, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford, Allen Robinson, Cam Aker. I mean, it just goes on and on. And those are three teams that all offseason I was getting for what I thought at really good values, those weapons, because people wanted to stay away. And people were right, not named Travis. Yeah, people, look, the fantasy community has been shocked and awed this whole season. A lot of people eating some humble pie, you know, myself included. Everybody. I mean, yeah, it's it's been so wild that if you you are not eating humble pie, if you do not have wrong takes, then either you don't make any takes, you have zero opinion, or you're just constantly changing every week with whatever is actually happening. So for sure. It's been tough. Uh, Christian McCaffrey being yeah, we'll prime Christian McCaffrey is another surprise. Talk about him. Absolutely. Yep. We gotta, we'll break him down. we got the rundown today. Travis, we've got, of course, what did we learn? We're going to summarize our big picks. Finally had a good week on those. Glad to uh, finally be able to talk about those with a smile. Yes. And then, of course, we're going to break down those trades. You know, we're going to break down those trades that happened. You know, the trade deadline was today, and players were moved around. Some players stayed put. We're going to talk about it as we head into week nine and see kind of how it impacts the fantasy landscape and the NFL landscape going forward. Quick question for you before we start this rundown. Yeah. Something that I noticed, I've been noticing, but it really 
got to me this past weekend is the amount of batted balls ah. thrown by quarterbacks. Do you think, A, is it at a higher rate than ever, or does it just feel like that right now? And B, hmm. is it due to quarterbacks shrinking and not being able to see over the O-line or are defensive linemen actually being coached so much more to bat balls down now than ever before? Um, I can tell you. So it's a couple things. I've actually looked into this well, when I saw you tweet about it. And from what I found, it's it's a couple of things that you said. Uh, one, I don't think that the quarterbacks are shrinking, but it is okay, good. Um, it is uh, coached um, because the mobile quarterbacks. So what the defensive linemen are being taught, especially on the edge, is that if you can't get to the quarterback, contain. And what happens when you know, you're containing, you're farther away, you have better you know, vantage point of where they're throwing. And then, of course, when you know they're throwing, you're going to put your hands up. Yeah. So you, we, I think a lot of what it is, I grant, I don't have the numbers to tell you, oh, no, it's definitely up over last year. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's even tracked. But of course, it's got to be. It's got to <laughs> oh, be. I, I would I'm love sure. to see yeah. this year sure what, which quarterbacks are not getting balls batted down and but what are they you, doing differently. I can tell you that um, a lot of the batted balls that we're seeing are like on important downs on these primetime games, and I feel like it's definitely in the public's eye. And it's definitely something that you know, I'm now I'm curious. Now I'm going to have to go look and see. It's like I'm sure. you have all these weapons and it's like, oh, it's third and two, third and three. And it's like, I need I to think drive. I actually to keep might going. have data on that. Um, and it just, it, it's a drive killer. Yeah. Let me look. Uh, let me look at that. Um, all right. I'm, I'm curious now. Yeah. But let's, uh, let's get into the rundown, man. Let's get into what the people are here for. We're going to dive in to the rundown. I'll be exhausted because it's like a triathlon. Denver, Jacksonville, and I put it on loop again, man. I I did it. I I just every single time I missed the check. <laughs> Jim's like, I'm not done yet. I'm not done. I'm part of the show. Denver and Jacksonville. Let's talk about this game. Let's talk about this game because, boy oh boy, this game was ugly to watch. It did not make me feel good. The Broncos won. Look, I had to wake up. This is. Just think about this for a second. This is what most people, most football fans woke up and they started their day with. Okay. The Broncos are still awful. The Do we Russell, still hate them? Of course. Okay, yeah, good. Absolutely. Etienne, though, this was a bright spot for him. He he went nuclear. He got, you know, 20 plus carries. It looked great. 162 yards and he scored. The boy, calm, oh cool, collected version of Dustin right now is really disappointing for the actual <laughs> words because they shouldn't be matching up with the energy. Yeah. This no. is your, this is your Ronald Jones. Uh, well, this, this is, is the, your son. No, don't you dare! And don't you dare is, call him my Ronald Jones. Don't like, get, no. like you loved him, like you have loved him, for like sure. I have loved Ronald, and this guy is killing. Imagine oh, if Ronald Jones was doing this, I would be going absolutely nuts. For sure. You should you should be showing more love to ETN right now, man. I've been look while I was watching the game. I'm screaming. I'm like I'm up and down. I'm look. I'm gonna try and get the energy up here. It's late on a Tuesday, and I just gotta I gotta match it. I gotta. Why don't I gotta you just bring read it. the stat line again? That should do it for you. He had 162 yards and a touchdown, Travis. And that was that was putting it modestly. He had he could have had so many more scoring opportunities. 
We're going to see this going forward, and he's a top, locked in top eight running back the rest of the season, Travis. Lock yes, it in. I like it. Uh, Jacob Fabian said on Sunday, ETN has the juice. I think that mm -hmm. was well said. ETN has more than the juice. ETN is the juice. He is the juice. That's right. The whole dang carton. Anything else for Jacksonville? Uh, you as a Trevor Lawrence stan. He yep. takes the L. Did you see some things you like and didn't like? Quick analysis of your guy. Uh, Trevor Lawrence looks very um, inconsistent. He's still making a lot of bad plays. He his decision making is really disappointing. That's a good way to put it. I mean, he'll there was a drive man where I was watching and he got picked off, and he, there was nowhere he should not have thrown it. Like it was absolutely the play was not there, but. They were in the they were in the red zone. Yeah, it was like at the in, five. Yeah, and he gives the gives the possession away. It was tipped, and then it's like, what are you doing? And then that's that's got to be the next progression in his game. Yeah, uh, you know, it I seems like an all, easy fix though. Like those are the things you can teach. That's gonna look. It's gonna take a lot of coaching. Like that's not something that's gonna be pit, uh, fixed this season, and that's it's unfortunate. But that's just kind of where we're at. Like they're already kind of minimizing like he's he does he's risk adverse a lot of the time and then he kind of picks and chooses his spots which is kind of what you want to see but it's kind of frustrating like you see a lot of these games where it's just 163 passing yards or he's not really the reason why they win or lose he's just kind of there i wish he you would know, run so. more i feel like it would it would help sure. the offense in general and that's part of his identity i feel like he's suppressing that like just be you yeah he's gonna figure it out uh I, like i said before this season i think this is this is kind of what I'm calling his caveat, you know, rookie season with an actual head coach. Okay. Next year's where I want to see that development. Second year in the system, that's that's more what I want to see is the better decision making. But Fair Green enough. Bay and Buffalo, man. Let's talk about that. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are still reeling. They do not Oof. look like the Packers that we have known for so long. Oh, God, I love it. Aaron He's Jones so is still a great football player. 150 mm -hmm. plus yards that will always help your fantasy day with or without the touchdown. Aaron Jones is a monster. Yes. He Quiet is. day from Josh Allen, a mere 20 points. That is the floor. That is Josh Allen. Um, the ironically is the roof. Ironically, <laughs> this happens, you know, a week after or the week of the closing of the Josh Allen one on one debate. It's weird how that happens. <laughs> weird. Uh, he gives you a mere 20. For the mm -hmm. most part, outside of a really nice touchdown, that was a beautiful route by Diggs and yeah. a great touchdown catch by Romeo Dubs. Not much ex sure. uh, excitement in this game. Gabe Davis yeah. is quiet. Everybody outside yeah. of Romeo was quiet in the passing game. It's kind of one of those where the, sucked, man. the, games, the game plans kind of meshed in a way to where Buffalo knew Green Bay did not have to or couldn't throw it, so they let them run it, which isn't exciting for the passing game. And then nothing like the Buffalo Bills knew that they could kind of matriculate the ball down the field as much as they wanted to. A couple of ugly turnovers there late. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think, like you said, this is a floor game in a game yeah. where Buffalo knew that they, they had this team beat. Like, if you watch the game, it was not even as close as the score It was never again. Ended. Yeah. Um, another game that was a game, though, Travis, moving on to the next game, Carolina and Atlanta. Holy cow, in a battle for first place, <laughs> which yes. is a wild thing to say again. 
Carolina, Atlanta. Atlanta is now, of course, in first place. But the more fantasy-relevant news, Deonta Foreman. Holy cow. He is a man. DJ Moore making plays. He just needed P.J. Walker, of all people, to join the field. DJ Moore had 155 yards and a touchdown. He that 70 yard bomb at the end of the game and the regulation in ultimately is what probably cost them the win, yeah. you know, uh, after he took off his helmet, it was flagged for the penalty, <laughs> yeah. but he, uh, if it were not for that touchdown, that long touchdown, he probably has somewhat of a disappointing game, but he, he kind of saved himself, went from one tier to the next Foreman, of course, monster game, 118 yards Two, he has back-to-back 118-yard performances, but three touchdowns in this game. Beast. I like I like what we've got here. Carolina is a fun offense now. Um, you know, I don't whether or not it's going to continue. Whatever it is, they've got a confidence. You know, after the coaching change, so that's what you want to see. You're I, starting them every week. Uh, exactly, you have to, which is really I, I, nice. We needed extra weapons with how thin it was for a while. For sure, all we needed, all they needed, was to get that bum Christian McCaffrey out of town, and the yeah. team, <laughs> the team blows up. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle Pitts, on the other hand, in Atlanta, he finally scored. Um, probably on your bench, from what I read. Um, yeah. a lot of people had him on their bench, and he is. They are upset. Um, Mariota though went over twenty points. Um, and then you, of course, Caleb Huntley, 19 or uh, 16 carries for 91 yards. Um, this is a good question to ask though. Are you adding him as a speculative at the end of your roster right now off waivers most likely, or are you kind of like, okay, let other people waste a roster spot. Patterson's coming back. Probably. I would say if you have room or you have somebody else that you don't ever see yourself playing add Mm -hmm. him because Patterson could miss this week and maybe you can throw Huntley in your bye week. Yep. Um and your I mean in your flex um while your guys are on bye. It's another heavy bye week. So yeah, I think I think throw a waiver at him. I wouldn't blow your budget because Patterson will be coming back, but I'm okay giving right. him, you know, a ten percent type payment. At this point in the year, you're gonna run out of chances to use your fab. So For sure. So, yeah, go ahead and, and get him, plug him in if Patterson's out this week. Those are the type of guys that, again, 16 for 91. If he falls in the end zone, he's a top eight running back on the week. So that volume is there. Yeah, for sure. Dallas yeah, and Chicago, cool. holy Tony Pollard. Actually, holy everyone in this game. <laughs> no um, joke. 147 yards for Tony Pollard, three touchdowns. Is there a changing of the guard at running back? I think we start to see a 60, 40, maybe more for Pollard. Uh, it depends on who you ask. If you ask Jerry, uh, yeah, they, I think uh, Zeke's not going anywhere. He always you know? says that. He always says that. But I think Tony Pollard is playing his way into the 1A role. And it did not feel like Dallas won that game by 20. It really didn't like that. No, because uh, it's so exciting to see Justin Fields was sharp. 17 for 23, 151 yards, two touchdowns, and mm-hmm. then another 60 for a, t- for a score on the ground. Fields, yeah. 26 points. He's, think, he is on fire right now. I think we got a weekly starter there, a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I think we, I think he's, he's going to give you that floor. Now we're seeing the rushing upside. Um, I, He's intriguing, man. I I constantly have to make the decision between him and Kirk Cousins each week. And you know what? It's it's yeah, interesting it's when whenever you need a floor game, you go with you go with Fields, you know? 
uh, to give you a rushing upside, and then take advantage of good matchups with with Cousins. So I like it. Prescott um, was like sharp it. too, uh, twenty one to twenty seven. Yeah. That's can't be a whole you know lot better it, than that. Five for thirty four on the ground too with the score. If you need your weapons to start against the defense going forward, though, um, the Bears are going to be a nice defense to target after we sold everybody um, for picks. And then we have now, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about the trades, but yeah. we made some moves, and uh, I have questions. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that. Finally, Khalil Herbert, 99 yards and a score on the ground. I I wish they would give him more work, but I know Montgomery's he, a good running back. At you the know end. who the number seven running back is? Right now, who? Khalil, Khalil Herbert? Herbert. Wow, that's great value. Sixteen yeah. carries to Montgomery's fifteen, though. It's just that he does so much more with them. Maybe yeah. they start to give him a little more. I don't know. I I feel like yeah, Montgomery maybe. is such a heartbeat of that team. Like he he is the leader there. Yeah. So, I, uh, Herbert is. I don't know. Let's man. put it this way: Herbert is is efficient enough to. Put him in your flex and start him weekly because 16 for 99 in a score can happen any week against anybody. Yeah. He's that type of player. That's fair. That's fair. Man, I got, I got to look at that. I think I don't I don't think Clear Herbert's the running back seven. He's he's seventh in rush like efficiency. I'll have to, I'll have to look at that. I'll have to look okay. at that. Um, I misspoke. But another game that was electric, Travis. Miami and Detroit. We I feel like we saw this one coming. This had shootout potential all over it. But it was weird, for, at least on Detroit, because weird isn't really doing it justice because DeAndre Swift started. He was full participant all se- or all week long. But it still felt like they were kind of managing his touches. The you know, Dan Campbell came out and said that, you know, I think we gave, you know, DeAndre one too many carries. And Jamal Williams, still vulturing touchdowns. He is still the guy that they are using to, to you know, at the most valuable points in the field, the five zone, 10 zone. It's still Jamal Williams, and it's just annoying. Play them both. I've decided yeah. to just play them both. At this you point, have them, yeah, put you, them in. You can start Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift, absolutely. The wide receivers for Miami, um, still great. Still great. Uh, yep. Tua was the quarterback one on the week and that is not that's not a good look for travis on the he's never going to do this again um, mark yeah tua can't throw except for he threw for 382 yards and three touchdowns we'll see if he has i think the the statement was will he have more top fives or more over qb 20 outside of the 20s yeah yeah after that i feel like after week two it's gonna be awkward it's gonna be really awkward when he just keeps he, would have to, he has great weapons yeah speed kills just, speed kills but yeah. man uh they got some new weapons too coming in town so yeah for sure miami's gonna be miami's going for it man we knew that we knew that um, i like it i like their mentality I, I do i like i like it when teams kind of shoot their shot you know it miami's got got a chance you know with uh with the second coming of drew Brees there so it'll be <laughs> it'll be something Oh, let's talk about Arizona and Minnesota. Kyler Murray, QB three on the week. Arizona receiving options had a good day. DeAndre Hopkins is that dude. He is yeah. unguardable. Uh, well, he well uh, worth the wait. 
I I have questions still. I I still think there are no you, questions. Did about you see DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah. Did you see that he, all of his routes are run from the left side of the field? We this I was didn't a narrative. This this has been a narrative for like years now. Like they went back and looked at all the next gen stats for games that they tracked him, and I think it's like ninety six percent of his routes are all ran from the left side of the field. <laughs> Maybe that's because that's where Kyler likes throwing the ball. So he's like, I'm I going to this like side because that's where, where I get the at. rock. I just, it's so, it, I don't know. Cliff Kingsbury is an enigma to me. Um, this is true. Um, I regretfully, in that Diamond League, when I turned down yep. Kenneth Walker, A.J. Brown, and Irv Smith yeah. for Kelsey, that was a bad choice. Yeah, you shouldn't have done that. I can't the believe next you that week, down. The next week... I was yeah. offered Goddard for Hopkins, one for one. I get Hopkins for my Goddard. And I yeah. said no, because Hollywood was mm. still healthy, and I wanted to see one week of Hopkins. That is <sighs> why I'm three and four in that league. It's been my choice. Yeah, life comes at you fast. Um, so I still plan on winning now. now. Three and, three and five. I still plan on winning that league. I'm not over. It's not over till that's it's cute. over. That's really. I'm. I'm glad you still plan on it. I mean, that's Mahomes and Kelsey coming back. We're gonna get on a run here. Um, Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota. Kirk had a decent day, rushing for a touchdown. Shocker and throwing too. Justin Jefferson did enough to be okay. Almost a hundred yards. Thielen pretty underwhelming. Six for sixty something. He's getting old. Uh, yeah, he, he's getting. He's looking older and older as the season goes on. <laughs> yeah. I think he's. I think he's. Yeah, running out of juice. Are I think he you? Gave all the juice. And yeah, and they had a new addition. Uh, we'll get there also. But yep. T.J. Hawkinson is now a Viking. Yes, Do he you is. think in deeper leagues redraft K.J. Osborne is worth adding in case something happens to Thielen? Or I think he's been worth adding regardless. Like okay. he's he 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 has these games where like if you look at his targets, they're actually not bad. Um, yeah. He has these games where, like, he looks good. Like, he gets the ball. He just gets open. I think there's a good shot that that he'll be, you know, relevant. You know, he'll stay relevant for years. He's like, um, it's like a Tyler Boyd. You know, that's, that's would what you he put him? Me. Would you put him in the category of like a Taekwon Thornton right now for redraft? Just, like, who would you rather start? I'd still. I mean, oh man, I so I like. I I'd probably go KJ Osborne just because the offense is more. Uh, is probably better, but yeah. Tyquan Thornton, man, I think that that offense just needs help. Like it's just a lot, it's really inconsistent right now. Yeah. You watch it like that. You're banking <sighs> on Cousins instead of the New England sure. passers. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah, fair enough. The Raiders and the Saints. I hate that we have to talk about it, but let's talk about it. Look, I'll just make it quick on one side of the ball. The Raiders did absolutely nothing. They look broken. Yeah. This is a shell of a team. Um, Alvin Kamara holy cow this guy uh just he was with top top back this week uh and by top I, I, you mean rb1 overall yeah he was the top back the um, top back alvin camara vintage camara that's that's what you like to see uh he was he was catching all over the place he was scoring touchdowns that's exactly what you want to see the raiders give up points like no other and Happened to be a call of Travis's for the big pick of the week. Oh, we'll which get is there. what you which is what you like to hear. Taysom Hill <laughs> uh had um so he had involved. 
He's so and his involved. name is John C. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. He's so involved. He's so involved. He had yards. Uh, didn't score, but he had yards. My question to you, though, is what are we thinking about the Saints pass catchers right now? We know that Andy Dalton's going to be throwing them the ball probably for the rest of the season. What do we think about them? Because Chris Olave not, has not been the target vacuum we thought he would be. He's a talented rookie, but he's still a rookie. And Jarvis Landry, nowhere to be seen. Michael Thomas, who the hell knows when he's coming back, if he's coming back. I don't even know yep. if he plays football anymore. Maybe not. You know, so my question to you is, what what are you doing with them? I would check to see how high somebody is willing to pay for Olave. This is redraft. Interesting. Not dynasty. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. I would check. If I have Olave, I would see, can I get an Amonra St. Brown? Interesting. You might be able to. As someone just added KJ Osborne over <laughs> Van Jefferson. <laughs> You're um, a monster. I'm very desperate. I'm doing a show. I just made that happen. I love that you said, yes, I would. I was like, okay, then I will too. Um, I, here's what I think. I think Michael Thomas, I would cut him. You would Jarvis, cut him. Land, Jarvis Landry, I would cut him. This is redraft. Holy cow. You would cut I, Michael Thomas in redraft. I would cut him. Yes. Holy cow. Just get rid of the headache. You wouldn't trade him for no, anything. No, nobody's taking him. Don't don't waste your effort and your your good graces of trading with somebody on Michael Thomas. I'm not trying to drop Michael Thomas. Cut him and move on. Not gonna do it. I um, Olave. I would check the price. I would try to get in a Monra. Oh. And let's see who else. It's always that's been the pretty game of, much if it. He comes it's, back. It's going to be Alvin Kamara. Taysom yep. Hill and yep. one or two big plays by the speedster guys who you can't start. That's it. Sure. That's what sure. we're going to get from them. So, all right. All right. I'm done with them. How, how many years are we doing this with Michael? Too Thomas? many years. It's okay. over. It's man. too many years. It's over. It's, it's, it's over. I guess. Philadelphia it's... and Pittsburgh. The Eagles are great. Once again, A.J. Brown, unbelievable day. Three touchdowns. Nothing else to say there. God, man. The this Steelers, guy. much less so. Chase Claypool threw the only touchdown of the game for Pittsburgh, and then he left. He said, here's this. I'm out. The, the Steelers, man. Oh, I, no. We suck again. I, they just, Najee Harris sucks. I don't know what to make of him, man. You know, I just I don't know if it's just that they're they're not using him the right way or that something is wrong with him. That's just he, gi that's just giving him an excuse. I I I want to believe I know in him. you saw the clip of the screen pass to him. Yes, the one where he tried to I don't know do that, this whole shimmy shake thing and then get nowhere. That's the whole thing. That's all you need to see is this guy I just, is not I, he still has so football. much talent. Like he's, he's not having playing a bad good year. He's having a bad year. I'm not. I can't. I don't want to sit here and say like outright. Go ahead and drop him or you know trade cut him away. Najee Harris. No, do not cut <laughs> Najee Harris. Stop it. <laughs> Stop the madness. No. Right after mean... you cut Michael Thomas, cut Najee. Harris. Travis just wants the people in his league to do these things. Oh Please. yeah. 
This yeah. sounds like I need the roster space cut. Right, yeah. Just cut, get rid of the headache, as Travis <laughs> says. Yeah, don't take Tylenol. Just just cut Najee Harris. If Najee oh. Harris can give you a 75-yard and a touchdown day at any point, it's a sell. Does he even have 75 yards and a touchdown? Anyway, we're talking about Probably the wrong not. team. Can we talk about the other team in Philadelphia or in, 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 in Pennsylvania? Can we talk about that team? The Phillies? Who beat my Astros tonight, seven to zero? Yeah, they whooped home run Astros. derby. My God, moving on from that baseball. Did you just bump your cam? You bumped your camera off off the center. What What are you doing? What are you? Did it, I? Is this amateur hour? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, you did. Okay, I have to look at at a, at a <laughs> Jamar Chase jersey right there. Dude doesn't even play football anymore. I got so so um, angry about all the home runs. I kicked my camera. Oof. Najee Harris Harris sucks. We won't talk about the Steelers anymore. Let's talk about the Eagles. Let's talk about the Eagles. We know they're great. We don't have to spend a lot of time talking about them. We know they're great. You're starting all of them. You start every single one of these Eagles. Like, Jalen Hurts is going to be great. Everybody's great. That's the end of the story. A.J. Brown had a monster game. We know he's capable of these. We can move on. Let's just move on. The Eagles are never going to lose a game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call it right now. They're going to It go feels like two months ago we went on Drunk on Broad and we're like yeah. looking at the schedule with him saying, where could they lose? It's like they're not, they're not, gonna they're lose. not going to lose. Until they There's come to n- Dallas. They're losing that in Dallas. I don't think they're going to. But I, crazy things happen in division. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about the good. Let's stop talking about the good teams. And let's talk about the Patriots <laughs> and the Jets. I'm excited. Go ahead and start us off, Trav. Ramondre Stevenson, Jacoby Myers. That's all you need to know. They mm-hmm. performed. You're starting them each and every week right now. Is Damian Harris done? 11 carries, but they were meaningless. Yards, meaningless. And he is I'm the clear excited. 1B. There's no Tough. sex there. There's it's, no... There's nothing. If you there's if nothing you there. If you have anybody to start that you think could get you 8 to 10 points, I would play them over Damian Harris until... Yeah. He's either fully healthy and getting a 50-50 again, or Ramondre gets banged up. I don't know that we get there again. I think Damien's probably just you know bench fodder. I think that's cut all he him. is. He's just a name. <laughs> Stop it, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Cut By it. By the end, of the, not Didn't every league is, is a shrink league. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Jets because this was also terrible. <laughs> they uh, they couldn't get anything going on the ground, man. Um, and Zach Wilson. I wonder why. Bad. Zach Wilson is bad. Um, I, he look, was fine. This, no, he was not fine. He's good for fantasy. You, if you watch this game, he was awful. Absolutely terrible. Like the the announcers are just like literally talking about like most of his production came in like garbage time, and it's it's literally just the the announcers like I we didn't know quarterbacks could be this bad. We, Can I ask we, you? Why he does not get the same grace that Trevor Lawrence does? I think if you look at how they play, um, Trevor Lawrence makes boneheaded decisions, um, but then he doesn't like he doesn't make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. He'll make a lot of good plays and it'll make it'll be like a great drive and then terrible terrible boneheaded decision like why did you throw that ball zach wilson doesn't look like he's gotten any better than last year he he is still he's played four games but he he played all last year 
How many games does he need? I don't think he played all last year. I bet I bet Trevor Lawrence has more starts than Zach Wilson. Well, sure. But okay, Zach Wilson is also playing in the he's in the second year of a system. Like I should, I understand that, but it's it, still he still does really not have the, Are we going to compare has the weapon starts in Trevor Lawrence? All I'm saying is this. Extend some grace. If you're going to give Trevor Lawrence a whole this is his rookie year. Maybe maybe oh give Zach Wilson some. I I it's okay. I can I can get on board it's, with giving four, him a little more time. It's his fourth game of the year. I'm just telling you watching the, look, I understand. I'm telling you that the expectations are a little bit different. Trevor Lawrence is not like no one is expecting this to be a, you know, a top offense. That was never Trevor Lawrence's Nobody's expecting the Jets to be a top offense yes, either. That's they a, are. that is a fantasy Yes, they thing. were. Yes, that's they a were. fantasy football I was because told, of the name. I was told by a particular analyst that the Jets are going to be a top 10 offense this year. Who? That's what I was told. I'm not going to mention names because I already, me and this guy already get into it, and we already <laughs> don't agree. Um, I think you should mention names. I'm not going to mention Accountability names. is okay, but I'm he'll come at mention, you for, for Lawrence, too. He'll so come at me for Lawrence. That. I come at me for Lawrence. Lawrence has been pretty bad. Um but Zach Wilson, I'm telling you, look at the stat line. Yes, 355 and two and three interceptions, sure. But you watch that game, and it was awful. Like, Zach Wilson is making terrible decisions. And, again, I maybe I'm just a Zach Wilson hater. I'll give him the same grace I give Trevor Lawrence. But I'm, I'm telling you, I, I think we see Zach Wilson under more pressure than Trevor Lawrence will be at the end of the season because the expectations for the Jets are higher. I think that's fair. The expectations are higher, but between yes. Lawrence, Fields, and Zach Wilson, the amount of oh, that's okay, it's just getting started. That that I, Fields I and Lawrence get is yeah is astronomically you're, more. But you're than not seeing Wilson those flash should. games where it's like oh man, this was a game where Zach Wilson just put it all together. You haven't really seen it. You know, like, but I'm but I'm saying he could have one of those. Let's say he, he has a two seventy five and two, and it has a clean game and they win, and then the next week has a bad one. It's like, oh my god, here's Zach Wilson, it's the same guy, right? Like but the, the mindset has already been made up. We got to move on from from Zach Wilson. All I'm saying sure. is give him a little bit more grace. Maybe he'll start to play better. He's the number two overall pick, man. He's got to play better. Houston and Tennessee. Yep. You did try this, to tell everybody that Malik was in for a bad game here. Like, look, everybody wanted to talk about he's a rushing quarterback. That means fancy production. Like, bro, I watched Justin Fields' rookie year. Like, just because a dude rushes does not mean it is a good game. Right. Um, that team was like, you know what? We have Malik Willis, but you know who else we also have is Derrick Henry. And the Houston defense is like, please don't use Derrick Henry. And then they use Derrick Henry and goes off for 219 and two. Yep. I am shocked. Good team Shocker. uses best player. Wild. Are you worried about the running back on the other side? The Houston Texans are looking like they're spiraling down right now. Uh, they're, yeah, they're on a nosedive and he is, the pilot has already jumped out of the plane. Like it's, he's game script proof. I mean, he's, he's going to get 20 touches. He's, he's, yeah, he'll get 20 touches, but like, I, 
is he getting like a ton of catches? Like he's not like a Alvin Kamara type where it's just like, don't worry. Like even if they're in a bad spot, like they'll still throw him the ball. Like that's, he's not like fed the ball regardless. He'll still get double digit target or um, touches. Right. But it's like, okay, he'll get 15 carries, but there's a good chance that 15 carries turns into 42 yards. And you know what? It's not, there's nothing he can do because people know now, especially with, you know, the news of Brandon Cooks not, you know, not moving. We'll get to that. But, I mean. It's just hard tell- to find a guy that is such a workhorse. He is. But even it's on, in a, it's even on a, a bad, bad team. Like, would you like, prefer Damian Hare, I mean, Damian Pierce or mm-hmm. Ramondre mm-hmm. Stevenson? Ramondre. Rest of season? Rest of season. Yeah. Tony Pollard. Yeah, I, I go Tony Pollard. Wow. Yeah. So, Pierce is, I would have, I would say two weeks ago, you would say Pierce. I, it's changing quick for you. Yeah, because like I don't think Zeke's gonna get healthier. I think Pollard's going to get more work. But it's I'm okay with Pollard getting less work than Pierce. But I because I think he'll produce more. I'm not even saying Pierce won't have good games. But I'm saying there are going to be games where Pierce is absolutely unusable. Where you like today, uh, like this week, where he gave you like four or five points, and that's nothing. But I think you're going to have more of those games and you are going to have what you used to have where it's, okay, he's scoring at a good rate. Like, I just feel like that this team's not going to get better. You know, I think we're That's going fair. to continue seeing it get worse. Very fair. New York Giants, Seattle Seahawks. Giants could not get anything going. This killed me. Dustin, I made mm. the decision in a home league. Yes, Between tell me about Jimmy Garoppolo, Justin yep. Fields, mm-hmm. Geno Smith, I Marcus wish somebody Mariota. could have given you some advice. I wish somebody could have given you any and advice on this. Did you oh, not say God. dimes? I I believe I said. Did I say fields or dimes on that one? I think I, you said. I think you and Jacob said dimes, and then yep. like ten minutes later, you said, "I'm actually going to pivot and go fields." Yes, I said I'm going to go fields. Yes, I did not pivot. Fields Oof. was on the bench. I lost by four points, and Danny oh, Dimes gave me nine. Ooh, you, you hate to see it, Brutal. but that's fantasy, man. That's fantasy. Can we talk about the resurgence of a uh, of a, a burgeoning um, superstar quarterback out of Seattle? Can we talk Gino about Geno Smith? Smith? West he's Virginia's having, finest. He's having what I would call a Nick Foles type of year. I like that. Where he is just – he's exactly what that system needs. He's exactly what that team wanted. You know, they don't want Carson Wentz. They want Geno Smith, you know. And I'm going to call it right now. This Seahawks team is going to the playoffs. They are going to the playoffs. And I you, uh, I got a little bit of flack for it when I brought it up, but I think there's an outside chance. I'm not even going to call it like a super outside chance. It's just a – it's realistic it. to think that they can win that division. Oh, my God. He said it. They can win that division. I looked at their – they don't have a tough schedule. If you know, Christian McCaffrey gets hurt, I think that Seattle can win. I think Seattle has enough to be able to beat San Francisco. Absolutely they, not. Because they believe, and <laughs> I, they, look. I'm, because they believe. <laughs> they, Whoa. I'm, I'm just saying. They, okay, that look, team Ben, I'm going to need in. some facts here, okay? I, all right, let me ask you a question. Geno Smith <laughs> or Jimmy G? Geno Smith or Jimmy G? Um, real life or fantasy? Real life. Jimmy G. No, I'm going Geno. Going Gino. This is recency bias. This is the guy is playing well. Okay, you can't sit here and tell me 
like recency bias because you're sitting here thinking like, oh, okay. I, Jimmy I wanna... G is a Final Four quarterback. Over he is on a team over. that was in the fight. He is not a Final not Four care. quarterback. He has been in the Final Four. He's led his team to the Final Four multiple times. Okay, are we to the Super Bowl? He led four, the team three or four minutes, maybe six, seven minutes, however long it was, from winning the Super Bowl up ten okay. in the fourth. Okay, Jimmy Geno Smith is... has done this for a matter of weeks after years half of backing a season. Up. He's done it for a whole half a season. He's doing very well. Eight weeks, eight on weeks. a team that everybody thought was just trash. I have enjoyed are. this ride for Geno. I'm glad that it's happening. They're going to the playoffs. Tyler Lockett. They're going to the playoffs. They will that not team. win that division. They are not better than the San Francisco. Like I said, Florida. outside chance. I still think it's in the realm of possibility. Who's better? Um, okay, yeah, San Francisco has a better team, but that does not always mean that the the best team makes the or wins the division. I still think San Francisco or uh, Seattle is going to go to the playoffs, and I still think that they have a a chance to win that division. If they played tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Winner goes to the playoffs, and you had to yes. bet a thousand dollars on it. Who are you picking? I gotta go San Francisco there. Okay, I gotta go San Francisco. There. Thank you for the talk. Next, I still think though. <laughs> no, that, you that... can't. You can't. You can't. I can and I will. I can you and I can't will. Say I, I would will die on this San hill. Francisco tomorrow. Russell Wilson's here. They're not here. I don't have to hate Seattle anymore. Um, you don't have. I I like them. I enjoy watching them play. I enjoy watching Gino play. You, you that's just, okay. You, just, you like the handsome man even more. I don't. Do he I buy like to you ask dinner? You simp- I like to what ask you simple Send questions. You autograph picture has won sixty five percent of his games in his career. Gino's done this for eight weeks. Carry on. Okay. I I love Gino. Okay. I I have him in many right. leagues right now. All right. Let's talk about. Oh God, Indianapolis and Washington. <laughs> Let's talk this about be this very game. brief. Heineke for the yeah. win. Yeah, Heineke, Gibson, Terry, all had useful games. The Colts, not a football team anymore. Um, they struggle. They're trying to be bad. Like, that whole division. It's... However, Naeem Hines gone now. Jonathan Taylor yeah. should see more volume. There's no him trotting off the field. Uh, Deion Jackson, it's I don't him. think so. I like Deion Jackson. Deion, don't discount Deion Jackson. He can I don't still think play. that he – yeah, but I don't think he gets the run that Naeem Hines was getting. I think Taylor with, gets a little bit more. Well, Taylor's having to come off the field now and get help with his ankle. So I want to see how this develops. Look, the same narrative that we talked about with Najee, we have to talk about with Jonathan Taylor, that if it gets bad enough and they don't want to risk the health of their workhorse, Deion Jackson has slight league-winning potential. Oh. We've already seen them use That's it. That's a we've good already, call. We've already if seen they him. shut him down, yeah, I can see it. You're talking like, okay – if that ankle gets worse, he's forced to miss another couple of games, then to extend. We've seen it happen with other players where, okay, this, he's going to have to take some time off. And then they're like, you know what, guys? We're, I don't know, we're 4-12 we're and 12, or we're 4-10. and 10. What the hell's the point of bringing this guy back if we're just trying to tank? Yeah. Bring Deion Jackson in. It's him and Philip Lindsay. And then Deion Jackson ends up with 20 touches a game. And that's enough to, to give you a bump. So yep. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. You're just saying. Let's uh let we let's talk about some San Francisco while we're here. <laughs> um, I'll let you do that. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> Since you love them so much. Yeah, actually, I'm um, taking this. Brandon, I yeah, go can, ahead. Brandon, I 81 in a score. Perfect. He he's coming on. This is yeah, who I think he's good. 
this is who I really was hoping I, would would show up this year. I, I know Christian Debo McCaffrey was out. could be good this year. I'm just gonna say it. I wonder if he was the number one overall player for a reason. No, Josh Allen is the number one overall player. Well, I um, said was. Yeah, no. Christian McCaffrey um, was our number one overall player next Would year, you pick Christian be. McCaffrey or Josh Allen in this game? Yeah, exactly. I'm taking in Christian what McCaffrey. game? Exactly. Exactly. They, they Point didn't play made. each other. <laughs> Point made. Clown. They didn't play Clown each argument. Other. <laughs> Clown argument. I would Christian take McCaffrey Josh Allen at the 101. Still. Yeah, he wasn't even in this game though, so he scored zero points in this game. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, 101. Continue with your point. Cincinnati and Cleveland. Well, I'm not talking about the Rams. They pissed me off. Cooper Cup rolled his ankle. That's it. Cincinnati and Cleveland. The Bengals did not bother showing up for this game. That was so surprising. Joe Burrow was under pressure all night. Nick Chubb dominated once again. Amari Cooper looks awesome. It will be very interesting to see when um, Deshaun Watson is back. What happens to this offense? Because... The yeah. reliability that we have right now with Amari Cooper and Nick Chubb is so nice. Are you worried at all about like a guy coming in late in the season having to shake off the Absolutely. rust? Absolutely, yes. Like and, and them saying, okay, how does he fit? What, what kind of offense do we want to run with him? Is it going to be the same? Like, No, it's not Right before be the, the fantasy football playoffs, he comes in yeah. and throws a wrench in what you have known and counted on for Nick Chubb. I mean... Surely they keep handing it off, but man, I don't, I don't necessarily love the fact that he's going to come in and mess up what we have going. Yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. I feel like, um, I feel like, it, a good quarterback isn't going to hurt a team overall. But I just think that Chubb, uh, Chubb has to beat that offense. I don't think you can stop giving it to him. I agree. So. Um, that's it's so fun that's to kinda, watch him right that's now. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, I let's mean, get to the comments. We got, we let, got a couple get questions. The comments. Yeah, we got some good, good, uh, good talk. Here. Jamal Charles, uh, the, the Jamal, Jamal Charles, <laughs> uh, Stevenson and DK for Hill. Um, I'm assuming they mean Tyreek. Um, yeah. good, good catch by Jared. Uh, they could mean Taysom. <laughs> <laughs> um, assuming Tyreek though, I think, I, I think I gotta go Tyreek there, buddy. I would take Tyreek also. Yeah, I think uh, in any st- uh, sort of league. Yeah. Um, let's go with Captain Joe King, or Captain Joking. I like it. Um, he says hi, loving the stream. Thank you. I have a question. My team quarterback Justin Fields. His running backs are Eckler, Henry. That's great. nice. <laughs> Wide receivers Devonte, D Hop, Kadarius Tony. Oof. Tight end Taysom Hill. I have the choice of trading D Hop for Chubb. Should I do it? Um. Yes. Yes, that's not a question. I don't um, care what your roster looks like. You take Nick Chubb. His running backs are really rough, um, but you have... No, the running backs are great. Or, yeah, I'm sorry. The wide receivers are rough. Um, Devontae, yeah, not the, the real Devontae, but D-Hop. Like, look, if you have uh, Chubb, Eckler, and Henry, Eckler already passed his bye. Chubb uh, has not had his yeah. bye, I don't believe. And then Henry has to go on by. Yeah, I would still do that. I mean, granted, Kadarius Tony. I think you got to find a way to get that dude out of your lineup. I don't think he's going to be relevant. Yeah, you um, use Taysom Hill, go get a receiver, and then stream tight end. But yes, yeah, Nick Chubb for sure. absolutely take that. DeAndre Hopkins is great. I'm a huge fan of him. I have a lot of shares. It's Nick Beautiful. Chubb. Go it get is. Nick Chubb. It is absolutely Travis. Let's talk about uh, what we learned. 
You're going to learn today. You're going to learn today. All right. What did we learn, Travis? Okay, we had the trade deadline. We had a bunch of players on the move. Let's talk about some moves that were made. Let's start it off, of course, with the big trade that happened. Go ahead and hit me with what you thought of, of course, the Naeem Hines trade. That's what I'm talking about right here. (laughs) I hate this trade. I hate it because I feel like James Cook showed flashes against the Packers. That It was post-bye week. This is going to be what we want you to do, 70-plus yards. I was hoping that like he would start to turn into something. Naeem Hines kills that. I think that's not good for any of these guys. No. Um, The whole backfield is shot. kills James Cook. I feel like on a team where they don't really throw to the running back a ton. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Devin Singletary was like second in targets for a while on that team. So I think it's going to bring his ceiling down. I think Naeem Hines is going to fill in the same role he had in Indianapolis. Probably play a few more snaps. I, I'm not excited about this one. Um, that one, not not my favorite. Yeah, I don't like it. T.J. Hawkinson, I love. Yes, to the Vikings. He was fine with Detroit and fit mm-hmm. into their system. He's probably sad to leave. That's a fun culture to be a part of. I yep. think it's it's great for the Vikings. It's yeah. great for Kirk Cousins. It's great for anybody on that offense. TJ Hawkinson and is dynamic. And finally, a move in the NFL that is actually relevant towards Amon Ross St. Brown. We can actually yeah. talk about the impact it has on Amon Ross St. Brown. This is good for him. He's going to be absolutely annihilated with targets. I don't know that it's necessarily good for the offense as a whole, though. Um, yeah, I don't I, either. Fantasy-wise, though... What we're talking about, Amon or St. Brown, it's yeah. going to be – the targets are going to be 12 to 15 a week. It's going to be stupid. He's going to have so – and you know what? Maybe this is actually good for – granted, we're a few weeks away. So if you can stash Jamison Williams of the Lions, he's a super dynamic first-round wide receiver that they drafted coming off an ACL injury. Maybe uh, have a speculative ad for this guy because I think between him and Amon Ra, I think we could see some uh, – some at least good volume um, by yep. the end of the season. So that's a few more minor trades. Actually, the yeah. two that did not happen, Kareem Hunt and Brandon Cooks getting stuck really, really hurt mm. for mm. them. I know that, that they hurts. both have the talent to, to really yeah. help a team. But what about the Packers? Uh, nothing there, man. And then Rappaport mm. says nothing, nothing doing for the Packers, though they really were trying. It's like, they okay, really were good. trying. Now, at, at least they were trying. It feels <laughs> they great. They get a ribbon, a, a <laughs> yeah. participation ribbon. <laughs> yeah, 2022 uh, trade deadline participation. Congrats. Instead, the receiver they should have gone to get, Chase Claypool, becomes a Chicago Bear. I'm excited about this one. Quick reactions of that before we get to big picks. So we move Roquan Smith for a second-round pick, and then we turn around and use a second-round pick on Chase Claypool. I love it. I love it for a couple of reasons. One, we were never going to keep Roquan Smith. So what do we turn it into? We turn it into an extra pick and a wide receiver that will be on our roster all of next season. I'm here for it. So I'm I'm good with it. I, I, I really am. So I think that turns into um, – I heard someone actually compare – Chase Claypool to Alan Lazard and how they're going to use him. Same system and all. Uh, someone you can use on the inside, outside, and um, all over the field. I'm excited for Chase Claypool. I think he's yeah. going to have some uh, 
some solid weeks in in the future you know wider wide receiver three upside um which you could use you know once we get later in the season i agree i'm excited for claypool too um yeah actually one more real quick yeah jeff wilson to miami does that kill um, Mostert for you do they become a 50 50 no, no i i don't worry like it this is what they wanted for whatever reason. This is what they envisioned um, because Chase. All right. So we have to break down Chase Edmonds there. Um, he went to Denver yeah. in that trade. Um, the running back, you know, Jeff Wilson going to uh, Miami. It just turns into that's the breather that they wanted to give to Raheem Moster. Like Jeff Wilson can be their goal line guy. Raheem Moster was always supposed to be that stretch, you know, between the 20s guy gets you some chunk plays. I think Jeff Wilson is going to have some relevance, but I don't see him being like a anything he was in San Francisco. It's not the same type of offense, you know. I so you don't you're not expecting a drop off from Mostert now. No, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't see. I, I think like he's to still hear the work. I like to hear that. Yeah. Are we, we ready? Can, uh, yeah. Let's uh. Let's let's talk about the let's let's round it out with a victory lap for us, Travis. We had our Finally. big picks last week. So glad we didn't kill the segment because this is look, Travis, we went 50%. 85 um, shows later, we hit. Yeah. We're show 86 here, and um the uh we finally hit 50% on our, our big picks. Let's go ahead and I'll let you do the honors. Hit us with your quarterback. How did it turn out? Dak Prescott, QB four mm. on the week, 26.4 points. Beautiful. He was sharp. The 30 Beautiful. and 30 yards and a touchdown on the ground really helped that, but he didn't have to do much. Tony Pollard took over that game, but Dak was sharp. This is what we yes. wanted to see from Dak all offseason. He's back. Absolutely. Absolutely. I picked Andy Dalton. He had an okay game. Didn't uh, didn't put up the numbers that I, I thought he would. Um, didn't really have any pressure to keep throwing the ball. So Andy Dalton, 17 points. Didn't hit for me, but still a decent game. The reason why he didn't hit was because Alvin Kamara, That's my right. big pick of the week, Gave us 38.3 points, running back one on the week. Anytime you get a position player out of your big picks that finishes first at their position, Mm -hmm. it's an incredible feeling. Yeah, absolutely. My running back big pick of the week uh, went up against a team that is a sieve against the running back position, but Joe Mixon managed to get very little done. 9.4 points and just such a disappointing offense for the Cincinnati Bengals in this game. Um, he did not finish very well on the week, so he didn't hit for me either. He'll be fine. Don't sell low on Mixon. Some people are going to so freak frustrating, out. Don't though. do it. He's the, the volume most frustrating there. running back one. The volume oh. is there. The, the running back landscape, you cannot find high, high volume guys like that on good offenses. I, he will be, it will, the second half of the year will be great for Joe Mixon. I hope so. I got to look at that schedule. That's just, it's ugly. AJ Brown, wide receiver one. Wow. Wide receiver one on the week, 36.6 points. Wow. Joining Kamara, setting a record here at Losing Sucks for two position players at number one at their position. Yeet. Harrison Bryant, my tight end. Zero catches. Sick. Thanks, bro. Great day. Glad I've been cheering for you for over two years now. There you go. My uh, wide receiver big pick of the week was the wide receiver five, DJ Moore. Of course, like we talked about, had that bomb, 155 yards and a touchdown. You love to see it. Thank you yes, for sir. coming through. 
DJ, thank you for coming back alive. Thank you, PJ Walker, for throwing the ball. You beautiful, beautiful specimen, you. And, of course, my decision of the Seattle Seahawks tight ends for my big pick of the week. I wasn't sure. Is it is it Disley? Is it Fant? Is it Fant? Is it Disley? Turns out the correct answer was none of them. And That's okay. Again, Noah Fant, he's going to win the division. For sure. He will be, <laughs> yeah. Noah Fant by himself going to win that division. And... You know what? It's true. You heard it here first. I don't look. If the Seahawks win that division, I I'm gonna oh, be just shit. insufferable, <laughs> insufferable. Yes, you, you watch. It, look, and all my dreams are always a ligament away, man. Uh, before we go, we got another comment question. Zabe, thank you for commenting in and joining the show. Traded away Cook and me, Cole, for JT and Judy. He has CMC and Patterson, but Evans in London at receivers. I feel like I lost the trade, even though it's JT. What do you guys think? He traded away Cook and Mecole for JT and Judy. He got JT and Judy. I feel like he wins the trade. I feel like he won the trade, too. Keep the faith with Jonathan Taylor. And Judy has Trust quickly the become the favorite wide receiver in uh, Denver. Even Look, even with how bad Russell Wilson's been, Cortland Sutton has been banged up and they they you know tried to plead with him not to play and he's playing anyway, which isn't always good. And so, Nicole Hardman is a non factor. It's a waiver wire pickup. For so. sure. So I think um feel bad. trading away Cook for two startable assets, absolutely, you win. Um so feel good about that trade, buddy. Um and Jared of course says he's clipping that for me. Um I don't <laughs> Accountability. Get to say that. Accountability, don't tweet me out to fantasy receipts. Um <laughs> All right, so, Dustin, bring us home. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been episode 86. As always, we're Losing Sucks. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Losing Sucks. And check out our website, at LosingSucksFantasy.com. Again, we will be back on Thursday talking about Week 9 previews and, of course, have big picks, heartfelt messages, and all that good jazz. As always, I'm Dustin. That's Travis. And remember, Losing Sucks. Don't do it. <laughs>